We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's August 11th, it is 2023. We have a massive 13 game slate here for Friday. Joined today, as always, by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, brother. A big slate for Friday, 13 games, interesting slate. And uh, I'm glad to come on with you yet again and just talk through it. And hopefully, may help the people put a few dollars in their pockets. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's an interesting slate. We'll call it that. It, there's a lot of different different ways to build. Um, from what I was looking at here uh, before the show, so um, yeah, 13 game slates on Friday. <laughs> um, hey, listen, you. I will say you get like uh, the good end sometimes of like Sunday night recordings where you'll get like these like, you know, six or seven game slates. So uh, loaded you up here on this Friday and chat wants to know, um, is it a Stewart jersey that you're wearing there? 
No, no, this is uh this is DJ Moore. So I'm gonna have to get this one replaced. I did I did not expect DJ to get traded. Um, I'm saying generally speaking, so I'm probably gonna get let me see what my next one. I'm probably just gonna get a Bryce Bryce Young is my next one. Um trying to think about who else. I I think I'm just gonna get a Bryce, a Bryce Young jersey. I think that's what I'm gonna do. You know he's probably he's probably the staple at this point. You know what you should have did is just bought a Steve Smith jersey, and you never would have needed another uh, Carolina jersey. No, no, I'm saying in addition, I've got multiple. I know. I'm just you know, you can always rock the Steve Smith jersey. Always, it's you like can actually, you can actually always rock a Cam jersey too. Believe it or not, Cam still beloved mostly by the <laughs> Carolina fans. He's he's kind of always been a Panther, even though he's like mostly out of the league. Do you want to know one of my um one of my favorite Dolphins jerseys? And I I know we have a huge slate. We'll get to it in just a second. One of my favorite all time um Dolphins jersey is uh, Zach Thomas. Ah, okay. Yeah, Zach Thomas. Uh, Jason yeah. Taylor, like Jason Taylor a lot, but yeah. uh, Zach Taylor Thomas. wore ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Thomas. The reason that I wore ninety nine in high school was um because of Taylor. So. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Zach Thomas was a beast, man. That guy was—he was fun to watch play football. Ray Finkel, all right, all right. I wonder how many people in chat know that movie. <laughs> We're getting old. All right, enough messing around. Thirteen games, lots to talk about. What's up, YouTube chat? You guys are already uh, going at it over there. A uh, lot of lot of conversations already happening. So thanks for hanging out with us live here. On the show, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Getting close to 700. Goal is 1,000 by the end of the year. And, um, yeah, I mean, definitely going to be making a push for that here with football and everything coming up. So, hey, hit the subscribe button. Appreciate you. Oakland at Washington is where we start. Nine total. Slightly pick em game. Oakland a slight favorite. We have Blackburn and Adam facing against each other. Um, any interest here in Blackburn? No. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at too. I mean, I don't think it's the the pitcher here is more of it as more of it is just um, Washington doesn't strike out. I think the upside is pretty yep. limited. Yep, <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, more than anything else. So, um, any interest here in Adam at 6600 going up against Oakland? I'm close. Um, if he's gonna, if we see, I think the last game he was around 80 ish pitches, 86. Okay, 86. If if we if we're gonna get eighty six ish pitches against Oakland at sixty six hundred with a guy that has some reasonable strikeout ability, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the concern for him is always, you know, he's not a huge prospect. He grades out as a very mediocre strikeout pitcher. Um, I mean, I would even put him looking at his triple A numbers like below average strikeout pitcher, and he walks a lot of people. So he pitched really well in that Cincinnati game, seven strikeouts. So, I mean, he's cheap. He's facing Oakland. Oakland has been a little bit better here recently. I think he's okay. Um, I'm not, like, ex- super excited to play him or anything, but I think he's okay. Uh, Oakland Bats, any interest here in the Oakland Bats? I will continue to play Blade at 2,800. I mean, I, I just I don't see any reason to – uh, be fading him right now has a little bit of a platoon advantage. 
um, betting closer to the top of the order. Um, so I, he's kind of been a one-off guy for me in that cheap range where if you want to cram some guys in, I definitely think he uh, he opens it up for you. Yeah, um, I could see a little like mini stack here with like Bleday, um, Seth Brown, um, you know, this kind of this kind of little mini stack towards the top. You know, the walks are potentially there. One big hit, some stolen bases. There's all kinds of um, upside here. I feel like when you're looking at the top half of this lineup, so I don't mind a little little Oakland mini stack that's cheap. Uh, we, I mean, we have we have guys to pay up for pitching. We have guys to pay up for hitting. So, um, yeah. Taylor did marry Thomas's sister. Yes. Uh, Washington bats. Any interest in Washington here against Blackburn? No, I'm not. I'm not thrilled about it. Like it's kind of like they're both going to cancel each other out. Like I don't. I don't feel like Washington's about to run the score up, and I don't think Blackburn is about to have a, a upside strikeout matchup. So. I'm not really on the Washington offense. I'm mostly never on the Washington offense because of their lack of scoring overall. Yeah, I mean, Blackburn is – he's an okay pitcher that, you know, if this was a better matchup, I, I could see, you know, taking some shots on him. I don't – honestly, like, in large field tournaments, I don't, like, necessarily hate taking a shot on him. Yeah. He has some strikeout ability. It's just a low strikeout team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm not, I'm not excited – you know, he's only allowed if he was facing runs. Minnesota today, he'd be a top play on the slate. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> seriously, he's only allowed two home runs in his last five starts, so it's not a spot I really want to go out of my play, go out of my way to play Washington bats. Minnesota at Philadelphia, Sanchez and Keichel. Yes, that is Dallas Keichel music. Um, Ooh. oh, baby. Um, no total in this game. Any interest in said Dallas Keichel? Negative. Well, like, what do you think? Like, he just gets a random phone call. Hey, you want to pitch? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to you come throw some innings for us? Like, that's what, well, how that's does what's that? Happening. Yeah, I mean, he, I know he threw like five or six starts in AAA, but it's just wild to me. I mean, his strikeout <laughs> stuff is just gone. Yeah. Um, any interest here in Sanchez for Philadelphia? Look, man, I just at this point, I'm I'm taking pitches against Minnesota every day. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, no biggie. They're not as bad against lefties to righties, I don't think, generally speaking, but I I have some interest, Stevie. It's the Minnesota Twins. They I mean the, there's there's potential for upside here. What's crazy to me is you know, you would think they're better against lefties, but I mean, honestly, they're not much better. They still strike out a 25% clip. They have an 87 WRC plus, which is the fourth lowest in baseball against left-handed yeah. pitching. So I think it's 27 against righties, isn't it? Is that what it is? 27%. I think it, yeah, that's Somewhere what it was. Right yeah, it was, it was at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, overall, just a team that you would expect to be better. Um, their WRC plus is way higher. It's like 20, it's like 20, 30 points higher against righties. So, um, yeah, I think this is a spot we could definitely take some shots on Sanchez. Uh, he has some strikeout ability in a matchup against a really high strikeout team. So, um, I could, I could see taking some shots here. Oh yeah. Uh, any interest in the Minnesota bats? Not really. I mean, 
I, I know Polanco's come back. He's not as high of a strikeout guy as the rest of this team, but where's the upside when guys aren't getting on base and, and, and other guys aren't hitting? I just I'm, – I'm going to fade. Yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in Minnesota either. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean – who do you play? Buxton being on the IL just takes away, obviously, their best bat. And it's yeah. really, I mean, you could take some shots on Correa. Shortstop's usually a position that's overall weaker than anything else. So uh, maybe a Correa, but not excited about it. Um, Philadelphia side of this game, Harper banged up a little bit. Um, he was dealing with back spasms, left Thursday's game. Keiko is a guy I want to target. We talked about Philadelphia on the podcast yesterday. They had a big inning there. Turner, Realmuto, Castellanos, um, all these guys, really. Any of the righties that cracked the lineup. Castro, again, um, I think Philadelphia is really in a good spot here. Yeah, for sure. I, I just – this whole team, man, and for me, Steven, with with Keiko, I'm, I'm even going to just keep bringing in the lefties. Like, give me Schwarber, give me these other guys. Like, I, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with it because I, I think in the last game, if I'm not mistaken, because whenever it's Dallas Keiko day – Especially, I think he faced Arizona. I was trying to look at it, Stevie. I think he gave up eight hits in that game in like 74 pitches. Eight. I I get very excited about him taking the mound. I'd love to see him give up eight to ten hits in this game. That should yield some runs for the Philadelphia Phillies. Love this team as a stacking opportunity. Yeah, I hope um, I hope Castro gets a start today. Um, we'll see. Uh, does Rojas and Wilson crack the lineup? Uh, who is he talking about? Wilson. Who am I not thinking about Wilson here? Do you know who he's talking about? Wilson? No, I'm I'm thinking right now. I can't think of anybody. Weston Wilson? I didn't even realize he got called up. Um, maybe. Well, we, and we talked about him. Like yeah. last week. If Weston Wilson's in the lineup, sure. 2800. Um, good call. I didn't even realize he got called up. I totally missed that. He looks like he got called up um, Tuesday or Wednesday. So yeah, we, if we Harper doesn't play, there's a good chance Wilson cracks the lineup. Guess what he did, too? He hit a home run. He's been hitting home runs in AAA all year. Yeah, there you go. My bad. I didn't called see that. Up. I talked I talked about Rojas on the podcast yesterday, but I didn't realize that Wilson got called up. So there you go. Folks, uh, Weston Wilson, how about that? Came right up and hit a homer, Steve. Just incredible. I'm still waiting. There's a couple guys that I'm waiting on to get called up. Um, There's a a real big power hitter with Milwaukee that hasn't been called up yet. And there's a guy um, in the Red Sox organization I'm excited for. We'll see. The guy from Milwaukee. Who did he play for in college? Was it uh, it, uh, Northwestern or something? Well, never mind. mind, Don't make my brain hurt, man. Never mind. No, no, no. We're good. (laughs) <laughs> no, now you're making me think of – I can't think of his name to save my life right now. I was, I knew you or chat was going to ask me, and I was like, man, what's his name? It's I, crazy. I feel like I remember from college, and that's what I'm trying to think through. It's like Ugh. I know his first name is Jackson. I just can't think of his last name. Um, yes. Churro, Churio, um, big power guy. Uh, I would assume that they would have already called him up, but not called up yet uh, will be cool. So, anyway, Cincinnati – Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, nine total. Reds a slight favorite. Abbott and Oviedo facing off against each other. Uh, any interest here in Andrew Abbott? Man, Abbott's all over the place. Pittsburgh's been my kryptonite this season, Steve. I just, 
especially against the Braves. They just gave us so many problems. God, so frustrating that series. And I think my homerism is, is taking over. I feel like I should be playing Abbott because the strikeout stuff is there. I'm going to set my personal feelings aside and say at 9,800, he's expensive, but he's got 30-point upside. In, in large field tournaments, I think he's in play. Yeah, I think he's expensive. He is. That That's the issue. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of potential strikeouts here in this lineup. Um, they made up a lot of call-ups. A lot of the call-ups they made were, like, left-handed. So there's a lot of potential here. It's just, for me, I worry overall about, like, the price and ceiling um, at 9800 So I would necessarily wouldn't talk you off of it. It would be an ownership slash want to see what the lineup looks like kind of play for me. But, yeah, I mean, Abbott, he's shown some ability. The, his advanced numbers definitely scream a little bit of regression. The walks are concerned. Um, but facing a lot of young guys potentially would definitely help with that. Uh, any interest in Oviedo on the other side? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any interest in him. I think this is going to be a, a tough, tough matchup for him. Uh, Cincinnati Bats. If this game was in Cincy, the Reds would be one of my favorite stacks on the slate. It's just really hard for me to get excited about playing uh, the Reds in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, 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 I will just, Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think in deep, large field tournaments, I, I think some mini stacks or some one-offs are like in play. Like obviously, you can always play Ellie. Like I know he's six K. How many people are actually going to play Ellie today? Like. You know, he hasn't had one of those big explosive games in probably, you know, a couple – I'd say a huge game in a couple weeks, Stevie. It's still probably a spot with Oviedo where a guy that can't give up hits, I still think one-offs on Ellie. In fact, like guys like him, I think it's it's a good spot on such a large field slate because Cincinnati's going to go under the radar anyway. So I'm, I'm in one-off mode for a lot of their bigger name bats. Yeah, I definitely don't mind it. Um I mean, you could make a you can make a case for stacking them, but I mean, it's just I I don't think I get to the stack here. More of yeah, I'm, not I'm worried. Sure. Like the price, the price is the the biggest thing for me here. Um, I'm just concerned about the overall price on Cincinnati in this ballpark. Like I said, if if Cincinnati was at home in this game, I I don't know, I'd be I'd be all up on it. Uh, any interest in Pittsburgh here? Uh, not really. <laughs> we'll get to some good good offenses. And Pittsburgh's been fine recently. I will say, Stevie, they, they are cheap enough. Like, no one on this team is really expensive anymore. Like, even Brian Reynolds has come down to 4300 So, like, they're cheap enough to where if you want to take a Reynolds one-off, I get it. Or a Cabrian Hayes one-off, I get that. Or a mini stack or something. But I'm not full stacking this team. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Hayes or Joe as, like, one-off cheap, one-off bats that, like, if you want to take a home run shot on, like, they've been good against left-handed pitching this season. They have power against left-handed pitching. Um, McCutcheon, like, I don't mind maybe a one-off here. From Chase, like, McCutcheon's cheap. He's 3,500. McCutcheon's hit left-handed pitching throughout his career. So just trying to find some cheap value with Pittsburgh is how I would approach the the pirates today uh cubs blue jays cubs and blue jays 
Nine total in this one. The Blue Jays are 160 favorites. Uh, Assad and Barrios facing off against each other. Any interest here in Javier Assad? Man, I, I, Stevie, I just I don't like taking teams against the Blue Jays. I look at Assad. I don't think he has really enough upside for me to consider him a six cat. Absolutely. Uh, be playing my guy from Washington, Adon, over Assad. So Assad's going to get the X button for me. Yeah, not a, I mean, I don't expect him to pitch too deep into this game. And I'm opposite. I, I think you can definitely take some pitchers against Toronto right now. They look awful at the plate. Um, but I don't know if this is the guy you would do it with. I, I, you know, the pitch count is definitely concerning <laughs> overall. Um, so I just I don't do it today. I don't I don't do I don't do it I don't do it. Uh, yeah. Barrios other side ninety two hundred. There's some strikeouts facing the Cubs right-handed pitching wise, but honestly the lineup that they've been rolling out here recently against right-handed pitching has been really good. Uh, low strikeouts. Tochman's a low strikeout guy. Horner's a low strikeout guy. Bellinger's strikeouts way down this year. Candelario's under twenty percent. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a really solid lineup. Do you have any interest here in Barrios? Uh, at 9,200, I think I'm going to take the fade, Stevie. And here's why. I, I think Barrios is going to be okay in this game, and I mean that, like, factually. I think he's going to be okay. I don't think he goes past 20 fantasy points. I don't think he's under 15. So, I, you know, at 9,200, I think I can take the fade on Barrios today and get in some other guys with more upside. I don't mind Barrios. I just don't think he has an upside to win you a tournament on a 13-game slate in this matchup. Yep. yep. That's where I am. And like the Cubs, I mean, there's been plenty of times this year we were like, all right, we got to stack against the Cubs, you know? Um, but, I mean, the last, like, month, this team has been really good. Like, yep. really good. I, For me, I don't mind stacking the Cubs here, Stevie. Yeah, like, I kind of do, too. I kind of like it. So... It, it, like you talked about uh, talk minutes 3700 but Ian Happ's 3800 you pair those two together you can get Bellinger at 53 it's not going to be a stretch like Candelario's 44 he's got uh multi-positional flexibility so you can get him you've got Morel in the infield in the outfield you know they've got old man Jan Gomes at catcher at 3k like it's just you know, and Dansby's not crazy expensive. Like, he's 4700 There's just enough pieces with these cheap guys to make it work. I, I do think stacking the Cubs today – and I, I stack against Barrios anyway. Let me just put that out there. So, stacking the Cubs today I think is a good proposition. I think they're a really interesting low-owned stack on a slate with 13 games that you're not giving up a ton of upside. There's a lot of ceiling in this lineup. So, um, yeah, I think it's a it's a really interesting spot when you're looking at it overall. Uh, Toronto, I can see stacking Toronto. They just been, I mean, like if I'm playing Toronto, it's a stack or fade for me. I, I'm not, I'm not getting excited about playing Toronto outside of a stack. Yeah, I I, I like Toronto today. Uh, this mainly just a pitching matchup, Stevie. You know, once again, I'll say this: we don't ever know when the team, when the light switch is going to flip. So we just got to keep playing Vlad in these type spots. We got to keep playing Whit Merrifield in these type spots. Chapman, uh, you know, DeYoung, they've got DeYoung there now. Springer, we we just have to play them. Like, they're not facing an elite pitcher today. So we, we just have to get them in the lineup. Plain and simple. 
All right, Atlanta. Hey, your Braves facing the New York Mets. The, the, Nine hey, and a half. The one team in our division that feels like they've given up hope. Nine and a half teams. <laughs> Nine and a half total in this one. Braves a one eighty five favorite. Morton and McGill. Um, Charlie Morton's ninety six hundred. You kind of talked about how uh, deflated this team looks like right now. Um, any interest here in Morton? At I'm 96? not playing him today, Stevie. I've, I've, and and this is the homer in me coming up. I've watched too much Charlie Morton recently, and Charlie looks awful. I, I gotta the say, struggles are there. He he looks awful right now, and th- this is probably the get right spot. I don't care. I just I hope the offense shows up today because we're sure gonna need it. I, I'm I'm not playing Charlie at 9600. Yeah, I mean the the struggle is real for Charlie Morton right now. Um I almost like if you're the Braves, do you like consider like sitting him down for a couple weeks? Like you're very, very safe for where you're at playoff wise right now. Is it arm fatigue? I don't know. I, I looking through the data, it's tough to say. Something's not right with Charlie Morton right now, um, just overall. So maybe, like you said, maybe this is the get-right spot, and we don't – I don't know if I would necessarily want to miss the get-right spot, but, I mean, we look at his numbers over the last month. His strikeout rate's under 18%. His walk rate is way up. His Woba is way up, um, giving up a ton of hard contact. So I don't, I'm with you. I don't think this is the spot I played Morton. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes out and throws a really good game. I would um, not either. Yeah, you know what I think I would do though, and and but and I know it's managing personality a lot of times. Steven, he's an older guy. I'd almost go mid relief on Charlie right now. I trust Charlie in mid relief to go out and throw 35, 40 pitches, get a break, come back. And, you know what I'm saying? Like that's. But I, I don't. I just don't understand the harm in shutting him down for like two weeks right yeah, now. I but, would. I would absolutely do it. I'm just sitting over here on the sidelines. The, the analyzing the data every year. They do it to Kershaw every year. He has a back spasm out of nowhere. He sits for 10 days, then he comes back rejuvenated. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. He was really hurt, and we should be worried about no. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're not playing McGill against the Braves, right? Oh, no, no. Uh, let's talk about this Atlanta team in general. Miguel, um, below average strikeout pitcher, a lot of walks. Uh, another guy that gives up a ton of hard contact. This is a very stackable Atlanta spot outside of the fact that it's City Field and they're expensive. Yeah, man, this is where Don's going to come in, I think, to help us. Where Stevie, I mean, pretty much this whole lineup is 4K and above now. Isn't that crazy? The whole lineup, top to bottom. Do you blame them? No, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. So for me, like I, I'm, I'm. You can stack the Braves every day, um, and you just, you just got to be strategic about it because half the guys are almost six K now. So Acuna's sixty seven hundred, Olson is sixty four hundred, and I think Riley's fifty nine. Yeah, Riley's fifty nine. Albie's is fifty six. Murphy's fifty four. Then that leaves you uh, Ozuna. I think in the mid four Ks. Harris in the 4K range of Rosario is right there at 3,900. You got to make some tough choices because you can't catch them all like Pokemon. And uh, I definitely think you're going to need some bottom of the order guys. And I think you mix and match two of the big bats and, and plug in the rest. But either way, I'm stacking the Braves here against Miguel. Yeah, I like it. I mean, if you can make it work, I think they're top stack today. 
Um, I think the Mets are kind of sneaky because of Morton's like recent struggles. If he continues to struggle, I could see like a little Alonzo Lindor, you know, throw throw a third piece in there type of stack work. Um, I I know they've been struggling, but man, Morton's been really struggling too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can get Nemo at forty five hundred, who should be he he should be leading off today. Uh, McNeil's thirty eight hundred. Like that, like you said, this team is they're fairly fairly uh, fairly cheap. And then we got uh, the other Acuna brother on the on the other side of this game, uh, who went to the Mets for Max Scherzer. Uh, perhaps that that uh, that gets Ronald Acuna ready to roll. But either way. I think this is a, a good spot for the Mets with Charlie struggles. Uh, throw Alvarez in there too. Not not necessarily a cheap catcher, Stevie, but forty two hundred. A guy that's got a little bit of pop. I don't mind him today as well. Detroit at Boston facing my Sox. Nine and a half total. Red Sox a one sixty favorite. Uh, Scoble and Sale facing off against each other. Man, the Red Sox are kind of cold. Um, good outing from Paxton. I wouldn't say it was great, but it was a good outing. Uh, any interest here in Tariq Scoble? No. Yeah, I am on the fence, man. The Red Sox have been struggling here recently. My thing with Scoble is he was 88 pitches last time out. A slight increase. Give me 90, 95 pitches here. I mean, he has strikeout ability. He has reverse strikeout splits. I that think is capped though. I, f- I feel like he's getting close to being capped. Like, yeah, but he he threw really well those first five innings and like got in a little bit of trouble in that Tampa game. Like, yeah. had he got through that inning, he would have been at like 95 pitches. So he doesn't get in trouble in that inning. He has, you know, he finishes that inning. You know, he throws six innings. I mean, what more could you ask for at 7,500? So I think at the price. And we know the strikeout ability for Scoble is high. And the Red Sox are just one of those teams where, they said, they're kind of cold right now. They strike out more against left-handed pitching than they do right-handed pitching. I think Scoble is super interesting here for tournaments. Oh, man, I get it. This, to me, just has Boston putting a cream pie right in my face, though. The minute, the minute you think they're down, right when you play Scoble and don't yeah. take the Red Sox bats, they score yeah. 15 runs they in just the first inning. Key off, like that's uh, that's how I feel right now. I'm, okay. I'm just, gosh, man. I, I see. See, I'm going to paint this for you very, very quickly. He comes up to the plate. Verdugo hits a single. Devers hits a double. Uh, drives him in, and then Adam then Duvall comes up and just knocks it out of park. He's giving up four runs just like that or three or four. Anyway. <sighs> Let's talk Chris Sale yeah. on the other side of this game. Uh, there was a report that I read before we got on here. Um, he only threw 54 pitches in his rehab start in AAA. It sounds like his max is four innings. <laughs> that is um, the max. Yep. That, yeah. They correct. didn't really say anything like pitch count wise, but. I mean, when you get a max of four innings, that really limits your upside, even in a matchup against Detroit. Can the sites just mess this up and give us like six and a half strikeouts for sale so we can take some unders? But I don't know clearly, if I'd take the under. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, they have this information, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I can't play sale today. Like no, knowing that information, he's not going to get the quality start. He's not going to get the win. You're basically banking on him getting 
a clean four innings and like master strikeout ability. I, I don't. He's eight K pretty much. That's that's not worth it. So to have some fun with it, just like thought process wise. So fantasy pick'em sites bring sale out at three and a half. Oh, over easy hammer. Yeah, I mean it's a strikeout for four innings. I'm in at four and a half. Believe it or not. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what they do with Chris Sale today. Um, so we'll see. Uh, any Detroit bats that you like here? Uh, no, like this team's been they, – they've been bad and really bad recently. Like I know um, Kenta Maeda didn't like dial up the strikeouts like we thought he would today, especially with Ober just mowing them down for 12 or 13 or whatever it was last night. But I – I still trust Sale to get through four innings pretty efficiently. What I think is crazy, too, like we know he's capped at four innings and you're getting bullpen, the the Red Sox bullpen, they have plenty of righties and lefties. Like it's one of those spots um, that is super interesting in that that aspect, too. Um, I mean, you you really got to take a guy that has power to against both sides and they don't really have that guy. Maybe Torkelson. I think Torkelson would be the guy, but I'm not excited about playing Detroit today. And honestly, I'm not even that excited about playing Boston. Like, um, you know, overall, they'll hit probably Ren Snyder leadoff, but as soon as a righty comes in, they'll pinch hit him. Um, so I can't get excited about playing the Red Sox today. Yeah, I get it. Um, I'm with you. Stevie, and this is man, I, I hate to say it's a, a gut call, so to speak, but it's just this weird feeling, man, that Boston possibly goes off today. I, I think I just I think I just stacked Boston because of their upside, but that's it. Man, I don't know if people are watching this SRX Thursday night thunder race, but man, it's wild. <laughs> <There have been laughs> some crazy hits on the dirt race today. Um sorry. That is the the NASCAR racing fan in me. Moving on, St. Louis at Kansas City. No total in this game. Um, it sounds like Zerpa is going to pitch, from what I was reading, but it, it's a, definitely a bullpen type of situation. If Zerpa is going to throw, he's not stretched out by any means. He threw like two days ago through an inning, so um, I don't expect if it is Zerpa, it's more likely going to be a Kansas City bullpen type of game. Uh, Wainwright pitching. I mean, even at fifty five hundred, I don't think I can play Adam Wainwright today. Yeah, uh, Stevie, no, we're not. We're not playing Adam <laughs> Wainwright at all. <laughs> oh, right. It's so Zero. tempting to play anybody against Kansas City, but man, how do you? How do you? I can't. Can't do it. Yep. Uh, I'm not touching the situation for Kansas City. I'll say that unless we get like some definitive news that someone's going to throw that is worth playing. I just, I can't do it. Yep. Negative zero Kansas city. Let's talk St. Louis bats. Um, we don't expect Zerpa to go long. If it is going to be him opening, um, it'd be really interesting to see if they announce a long reliever. If it's a bullpen, like full bullpen game, this is the second worst bullpen in baseball. Um, what are your thoughts here when it comes to St. Louis? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, I think we need to stack this team. I just, it's it's, it's open season. Steven, this whole game is open season. Like this, this might be my favorite game on the slate, believe it or not. As crazy as that sounds, as, as many good teams as we have coming up that I that I'm, would like to discuss, this is my favorite spot on the night, Steve. Like, seriously. I think Kansas City is in a great spot. Oh, man. Yes. Great, Thanks. great spot. Kansas City is in a great spot. Like, when you, when you think about it, just overall, um, I think they're in a great spot. When you, like... Uh, okay, I love St. Louis. Don't get me wrong. Love St. Louis. Definitely, definitely, definitely like St. Louis. Uh, but Kansas City, they're cheap. They are really cheap. Like, we, we've we gotten to talk a little bit about some pitchers that we like and some bats. But, I mean, we have some spots coming up that, that definitely, like Burns, next game we're yeah. going to talk about. Yeah. Burns getting the White Sox. Like, yeah, I'm going gonna, to try to pay 11-2 for Burns today. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, overall, I, I think both of these stacks, I agree with you. I think both these stacks very, very much in play today. I really like the Kansas City side. I really like the St. Louis side, but I really like the Kansas City side of this game today. Stevie, I just want to paint a, a brief picture. I'm going to make this quick. Folks, Adam Wainwright hits 9, 7, 4, 7, 6, 11, 7, 8, 8, 9, 8, 5, 7, 8. This is his season. Stevie, he's giving up eight hits a game pretty much, like in general. Seven to eight hits, two walks, two, three, two, two, three. Walks and hits, that's what we need. Run, seven, four, two, seven, six, seven, three, three, three. This is incredible. Love Kansas City today. Stack them up, Stevie. They're very cheap. Uh, this, this, is, this is probably their best part of the year by far. Best part of the year for Kansas City. Uh, moving on, Milwaukee yeah. at Chicago taking on the White Sox. Eight and a half total here. Brewers, a 175 favorite. Uh, Burns and Kopech facing off against each other. I, I kind of just said it, Will. Um, I know Burns has been struggling a little bit here, but, man, I – gosh, you have to think this is a spot that has so much upside. The White Sox, they're dealing with some injuries. Now, Luis Robert, didn't, I mean, he sprained his pinky. He might go on the IL, like – this could just be one of those spots where Burns throws one of those 10 plus strikeout games, has a good game, finally gets back on strike or back on track. I really, 
honestly would love to open lineup HQ tomorrow and see the bat have like an extreme pitchers umpire in this game because <laughs> Burns's walks have been so tilting, but man, yeah. there's, there's not many better spots and he's definitely pitched way better on the road this season. Yeah. Well, the other thing I like about Burns too, Steve is, and really, if you think about these last couple starts, he faced Cincinnati uh, back in late July, obviously they were playing a lot better at that time, Washington and Pittsburgh. And both of those teams have been very pesky. Washington has been limiting strikeout upside for most teams, most starts. So despite that, he caught Philadelphia and Philly's been striking out a ton. He had 10 strikeouts in that, in that game. And then he, he had Cincinnati earlier right off the All-Star break or, or close to the All-Star break, I think. He had 13 strikeouts in that game. So, I mean, there's still some strikeout upside there. I'm with you at 11-2 Burns is worth the cost of admission. Kopech, other side of this game, any interest in him here? Uh, I don't think so right now, Steve. I don't, I don't know if there's no strikeout upside. And Milwaukee has been striking out, but – I at eighty six hundred. I think there are better people for me to get involved with. Yeah, I think there's better options today. I will say, like when the dude puts it like on and he he like has everything clicking. He's so good and talented. Yeah. But I mean, just really his walk rate has been atrociously bad. Has given up a ton of power. His ISO is at like two thirty on the season. So, I mean, there's days that like he puts it all together, but like even recently his strikeouts have been down. So. I don't think I can play Kopech today. I actually kind of like the Brewers a little bit today. Um, I, I don't think people really realize that like Sal Frelick is like a big prospect and like he's a guy that has a lot of upside. I think this is a Milwaukee team that like you're just you're not excited to stack them when you look at like what your team is, but it could just work out because the matchup is good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if Kopech, you know, comes with this his bad jump, then you know, we are going to see, I think, some runs from Milwaukee. You got Adamus, who's at 4,500. Uh, he's, he's still going to be in play. Yelich at 56. And Yelich has gotten better as the season has gone on, Stevie. So earlier this season, he was playing terribly. And I think as the season has gone along, we, we've kind of seen more of the Yelich that we've grown to know and love. You know, getting hits, getting on base, driving in runs. Uh, and I think that's what, you know, we, we mostly want to see. Um, also on this team, Stevie, they've got – uh, this these host of guys, Terrain and Monasterio, j- just cheap guys playing. And if Carlos Santana, if he happens uh, to not to not play, he was just out with the nose. If he happens to not play, that's going to open it up for another one of these cheap bats to come in. So uh, I like this team for sure against Kopech. Uh, any interest in the White Sox here against Burns? No. Negative. Yeah, I'm with you. No real interest here. Um L.A. at Houston Detmers against Verlander in this one. Eight and a half total. The Astros are 200 favorites. Uh, any interest here in Detmers? So despite the fact that Detmers is crushing righties, and I know we just saw Houston kind of have some trouble today with Dean Kramer. I don't think I can do it, Stevie. Like Houston, this team is uh, pretty much back on track. I – I think Detmer's upside is limited today, despite the fact that he's much better against righties. This, I think this team is going to punish him the second time around. So I, I'm saying the second time through the order. He had trouble on the 15th, and that doesn't mean he's going to have trouble today. But I think this team is better today than they were on July 15th. I'm going to pass on Detmer's. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I don't think this is necessarily the spot I want to do it. If they had enticed us at like 7,500. Okay. Yeah. 7K. Like, here, yeah. we're going to give you Detmers at like this huge discount and really make you like think about it. I would have thought about it. I mean, yeah. there's there's been times that I've played him this year. And I mean, 7K would have been worth it for me on this slate. A lot of the power in this lineup is definitely left-handed. You know, Alvarez, Tucker, the two best power hitters in this lineup. Lefty-lefty um, definitely neutralizes that a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, overall, um, I don't think I'll play Detmers today, but I, I definitely have some slight interest in Verlander at 9,400. I worry, like, he just hasn't had, like, that Verlander ceiling but we know he's capable of pitching good games. Um, any interest here in Vertlander? I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to do it today, Steve. I think so. I think Verlander is is pitching okay because he knows how to pitch. So that's that's to me that's what's going with Verlander, right? Like he's always been a better strikeout guy than Wainwright, and so because he knows how to pitch, like he's he's been okay. But once the strikeout stuff falls completely off, like I think he's Adam Wainwright. If that makes any sense, I just I don't think I can do it at ninety four hundred even against the Angels. Yeah, um, I mean Angels bats. I mean I definitely I could see playing Otani in any matchup, uh, but I don't think I'm going to pay sixty six hundred for him against Verlander. Nope, not doing it. Um, Houston again, like when you're looking at the Houston lineup, a lot of the power is left-handed. I think that like, obviously if you want to take shots on like Altuve, if Jake Myers is in the lineup, um, I don't mind if you want to stack this and go lefty lefty. I think you could go like Alvarez Tucker. Like I'm not really playing Detmers. It's just like when we're looking at the Houston pricing, it's like so hard for me to like say, hey, I'm going to pay 6K for Alvarez, lefty-lefty for two or three at-bats. Like um, that's just where I struggle a little bit when looking at Houston overall. But I mean, if you want to stack them, I definitely wouldn't talk you off of it. Yeah, I don't I don't hate many stacks on Houston today. Like you can still get Bregman on Tube. And then if um, if Abreu continues to sit again, if he sits, he, he didn't play against Baltimore. Just had some back tightness, at least according to the reporting. Um, you're probably going to end up with another one of these cheap bats in there. So I don't mind uh, some of these cheaper guys. But look, Altuve and Bregman uh, definitely would, would be at the top of my list, Stephen. Just as another sidebar here, over the past 30 days, the K-Rex on this team have come down dramatically, and that's top to bottom. Uh, and even Jose Abreu, his K rates come down. I think he was around 30% at the beginning of the season. It's come down to the mid-20s, but he's been, I think, even lower than that recently, which is really helping this team kind of take off. So uh, I like the righties here uh, on this team quite a bit. San Diego at Arizona, nine total in this game. Padres are 170 favor. We got Snell and Nelson facing off against each other. Blake Snell's 10-6. Tough matchup against Arizona. Um I don't like playing pitchers against Arizona, but I love the ceiling that Blake Snell has. I also hate his um, floor. I don't think he has a floor, but I, I I really do think I really do think you could play Blake Snell today in tournaments. Oh boy, yeah, I Stevie, and, and we're gonna get to a, a guy, but 
I can't do it. Like Arizona, Washington, Cleveland. I just, I'm just not taking pitches against those teams, and it's worked out most of the time. Uh, I, I love Snell. If he was facing any other team, I think I'd take him. But facing Arizona, I can't do it. Listen, I I get it. I just I'm chasing the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his floor is like negative five here. Um, <laughs> he's actually, I mean, he's been a lot better this year. His floor oh, yeah, is probably absolutely. like 10 or, 10 or so. But I think his ceiling, like, it just continues to be like 30 plus in any matchup right now. So yeah. uh, I don't mind taking him in a tough matchup. Nelson on the other side of this game, tough matchup against San Diego. He's really been struggling lately. Um, no interest for me in Nelson in this spot. Negative. Uh, San Diego Bats. Yes, love San Diego Bats here, Stevie. This is another one of these teams that I really like. Soto at 5,700. Uh, sign me up. This is definitely one of the most patient hitters in baseball, especially the righties. Um, he just really makes them pay. You got Xander Bogarts at 4,800. I think this is a, a equally good spot for him. Uh, another guy that's going to be a patient hitter. They've had Haseon Kim leading off, Stevie. Uh, came over from the KBO. Good Mr. Haseon Kim. I think he played for the either Kia Tigers or the Kaiwum Heroes. I think he played for one of those teams. He's taking off steam. He's now 5K. Haseon Kim's been, been hitting the ball pretty well. So that has paid off for them. Cronenworth uh, at 4,200. I just I like this team top to bottom. Uh, go Padres against, against Mr. Nelson. Yeah, I mean, Gary Sanchez has 15 home runs on the season. He's yeah, a guy that came has- in late. Came in late. Yeah, power behind the plate. I mean, Gary the GOAT, man. That stretch yeah. he went on to when he got called up, I, I don't think we'll ever forget that one. So, Ooh, yeah. Uh, Arizona hitters, I'm not touching Arizona today. Um, even on teams I'm not playing Snell, I just don't see a lot of leverage um, in this Arizona lineup against Snell. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, it's another one of those neutralized spots. Kind of like I, I didn't want to play uh, the Washington bats, but I also didn't want to play uh, the pitcher from Oakland. Sim- similar situation, except Snell is much better. Sorry, yawning. Baltimore at Seattle. Seven and a half total in this game. The Mariners are 150 favorite. We got Gibson and Castillo facing off against oh, each other. Oh, yes. Uh, any interest in Kyle Gibson at 7,700? I do have interest in Kyle Gibson today. 7,700 facing the Seattle team that uh, has been striking out a ton. Uh, and look, I'm not expecting Gibson to have the same game as he had against the Mets with nine strikeouts. What I am looking for is the steady Cal Gibson that we know and love. Stevie, call up Cal Gibson. Tell him just give me 20 to 21 fantasy points, and we're good. Just don't have a meltdown against some of these power backs. I, I think Gibson does have to have the strikeout upside today. I think he can pick up at least five with upside to six. Um, so I – at 7,700, definitely an upside play for me against a high strikeout offense. Love this spot. Um, I think this is a great strikeout spot. Seattle has power. Um, yeah. Anyone that tells you they don't, they're just not hearing them. Um, I think this is a spot where you like the power upside here for Kyle Gibson. I, I think, or not the power, the strikeout upside. Um, and you just worry a little bit about the power in this lineup for Seattle. So, uh, definitely interested in Kyle Gibson at 7,700 against Seattle and interested in Luis Castillo at 10 K. Uh, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. Struggled last time out, just had a rough outing against the angels, put it behind him and go at it here. Um, what's your thoughts on Castillo? 
Yeah, I like Castillo. 10K. Um, we've seen Baltimore give up some strikeouts, even against a guy like Hunter Brown, who had kind of been scuffling along, Stevie. Uh, we were still able to see him uh, put up some numbers. So uh, I like him a ton. Definitely think this is a spot where uh, he can go out and, uh, and, and pick up some Ks. Uh, Baltimore bats, anything here for Baltimore that you like? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't hate a one-off uh, and look, Castillo isn't someone that I like to pick on. Like you could probably play Gunnar Henderson. You could play Adley Rutschman, but like, I'm not, I'm not actively targeting any of these guys. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm touching Baltimore or Seattle today. I don't really have interest in either side of this game. Yeah. So many spots that we like already, and honestly, just I mean, looking at this spot overall, there's not like uh, there's three or four teams I think you can compare price wise to, and I just I would rather play some of those other teams. Yeah, Colorado at LA taking on the Dodgers. We got Gomber and Lance Lynn. Yeah, baby. Oh, just that's what happened to Chu, who played for Texas. I think he's playing for the SSG Landers. In the KBO, at least last I checked. There you go. Um, Gummer and Lynn, this game has a nine total. The Dodgers are a 320 favorite. Um, any interest here in Gomber? No. Yep. Lance Lynn, 8,900 in his new go. Dodger blue, baby. Um, listen, there's not a pitcher that I'm not going to be interested in against the Rockies all year, the rest of the year. This lineup yeah. is bad. Um, they have, they have mailed it in. Uh, they're the worst team in baseball against right-handed pitching over the last month. And if we look at WRC plus on the season, they're dead last. So, um, team has just mailed it in. I think Lance Lynn goes out and throws us six or seven really good innings here and has a good, really solid outing at 8,900. Yes, sir. This, this is to me, Stevie, this is a pitcher on the slate here. I mean, we've been targeting Colorado to me. Colorado has been the worst team on the backstretch of, of the season so far after the all-star break because of injuries and trades. And you get Lance Lynn at 8,900, Stevie, coming in to uh, see if he can mow this team down. I mean, he's at home, but I'm saying pitching today, spot of all spots. Lance is my favorite pitcher on this slate, hands down. I thought it was crazy. I, I read a report earlier that um, Blackman might, like, rehab. I'm like, Why? Like, why, yeah. man? What are you doing? Call it a year, buddy. Call it a year. Yeah. Um, your your team is, is atrocious. Yeah. Um, I have no interest in the Rockies bats today. I, I think this is a great spot for Lance Lynn. Yep, absolutely. He's a guy, you know, going into, you know, take your pick em thought process, your fantasy, you know, pick em show. I think Lance Lynn's an excellent pitcher's outplay today, depending on what it comes into. I think he he cruises in this one. Yeah, man, pitching outs for sure. Um, he it's Colorado. My guess is he comes in at six and a half, pushes to seven. He's he's coming in at six and a half or seven, I think. And I probably still take the more than that projection as well. He can get eight or nine in this matchup if he's rolling. Yeah, I really i i don't mind the strikeout. You know, projection type idea. I just the pitching out seems like where I would end up on Lancelin today. I'm gonna guess, Stevie. Let's see how good I am at this. I'm gonna guess he comes in at 19 to 20 and a half today. I don't think they're giving us 18 and a half. 
I think it comes in at 18 and a half. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. And I want more. All right. Yeah. Um, Dodgers bets. <laughs> Dodgers. J.D. Martinez is a little banged up right now. Um, they did say like Saturday or Sunday for Martinez, so I don't expect him to be on the lineup today, which could potentially free up a cheaper um, Dodgers bat, maybe like a Kiki Hernandez at 3K cracks a good part of the lineup um i think the dodgers are overall super interesting here i I, again like when i'm paying up for a stack i want ceiling problem is man like they're expensive bets is 65 freeman 62 the good thing will is i don't think many people will play freeman at 6200 lefty lefty yeah i don't think they will i think that's a mistake yeah definitely get him in there the other thing too is I don't think Jason Hayward's gonna start. I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna platoon him today. Uh Rosario's probably gonna start again, uh, or you know, move over to, to a different position. But this is this spot for this team, Steve, is still incredible. Um Will Smith at fifty five hundred. I mean, tons of power. So I like this team all the way around. Chris Taylor, another guy at 3,400 um, that I like. All right, finish it out. We got there. 13 games. We're there. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us. Um, Texas at San Francisco. Uh, opener situation for San Francisco with Stripling, Alexander, Gray pitching for Texas. Um, no line out for this game yet. Oh, it's out now. Eight total. Um, Rangers a 116 favorite, so pretty much a pick game. Um, any interest here in John Gray at 8,100? I want to have interest, Stevie. Like, I really, really, really want to have interest in John Gray. I think he's just okay. Um, I I don't like him more than than Kyle Gibson. Definitely don't like him more than Lance Lynn. I think Gray is going to sit on the shelf for me today. Yeah, so again, you go back to that conversation of, like, he's 7K here. They entice us with his price. Maybe I take a shot because like a thousand dollars doesn't sound like a lot when you're building or thinking about building teams, but like that potentially gives you two extra bats. Yeah. Like two good extra bats. I don't think I played great today. Uh, his pitch count kind of all over the place. Um, I expect him to get a maybe 85 to 90 pitch increase here, but I don't think it's enough for me to be super excited about playing him. I'm not touching the opener situation for San Francisco. They're like, Hey, 
we platoon our hitters all the time. Now we need to go out and do it with our pitchers. <laughs> right. So, um, do you have any interest in Stripling? I assume he's going to be the guy that throws a bulk. He threw 74 pitches against Oakland the other day. Uh, any interest in Stripling at 5,600? Uh, negative. Not against Texas. Uh, let's talk Texas bats. I mean, opener situation. We know Alexander's going to come out, um, and start this game and then we're going to get stripling, uh, any interest in Texas bats here? Yeah. Weird ballpark, but this is still one of the, one of the best teams in baseball, man. Especially with, when Corey Seager is back, he's 6,300. Don't care. Love him. Marcus Simeon, 6,100. Don't care. Love him. Uh, Adolis Garcia, 5,900. Don't care. Uh, love him, and then they're, they're playing Jankowski and Tavares and Lowe and uh, Garver's back playing because Himes hurt and Duran. Like they, they just they got guys, man. So I, I like this team. I don't think a lot of people are going to target Texas in San Francisco, but this team it's a big ballpark. They can still poke through tons of doubles, even if they're not hitting the home run ball. I love Texas today. Yeah, again, like another team that has ceiling. Like this is yeah. a thirteen game slate. We gotta we gotta attack some ceiling. So uh the Giants, maybe Jock Peterson at four K, but I'm not excited to play the Giants today. Yeah, same here. Like I'm not interested in Gray just because I I don't know where he's gonna end up on the pitch count spectrum and but he still should be able to neutralize the, the Giants enough. I just don't know if the true upside is there today. All right. So let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. I have a feeling I know who you're going to take. Who do you got? I'm actually going to go sneaky today. Give me a Don from Washington. Did not see that coming. I will take Sanchez. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> um, over 8K to score under 15. And just for reference, I had Scoble as the guy that I had written down, assuming that Will would take Sanchez. So um, I like both of those guys. Yeah. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh, give me Charlie Morton. I'm going to stick with bad Morton. He, he's been bad right now. Give, give me Morton at 9,600. I'm gonna go Barrios. Uh, we talked about the Cubbies earlier. Yeah. This is a, a lineup where I don't, I just don't want to pick on this lineup right now. And we got a lot of Cardinals fans in chat, but man, the the Cubs lineup has been fantastic. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? So many options, Stevie, but I gotta go with my guy here, man. Give me Bobby Witt Jr. against Wainwright, 5800. Love it. I'm going to go a little bit down and say Sal Frillick, uh for Milwaukee for a home run today. Uh, under 4K to get two hits. Cheap bat that you like to get a couple hits today. Well, I think this is an easy one as well. This is a spot that, you know, we also talked about. Give me Topman from Chicago against Barrios, 3,700. Yeah, don't mind that one at all. Um, I'm going to go Michael Massey. For 3K uh, against the Cardinals today, Adam Wainwright. Uh, might be two singles, but um, <laughs> I like him to get two hits today. Uh, any, And then give me a stack to score six or more runs. Uh, give me Texas. Out in San Francisco, nobody wants to play him. One of the highest upside teams on the slate. Give me the Royals. <laughs> Adam Wainwright, baby. <laughs> 
Adam Wainwright is still in our lives. Um, I also really like Philadelphia. We talked about a lot of teams on the podcast. I really like Philadelphia. I know Keichel's is like ground ball guy, but a ground ball guy that pitches to contact, man. Let's let's do it. But um, yeah, I have a ton of interest today in the, the Royals. So, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, thanks so much for joining, folks. Catch you all tomorrow at 1030. Take your pick. Uh, we've been having a blast. And some people from this show join, like Jeff. Uh, and, and a few others. So thanks, guys, for, for hanging out with me. And uh, hopefully we make a few dollars. Yeah, go hang out with Will. Help him out. Let's go. Go give him, li- li- like like the video. All that YouTube stuff. Go help the go help the man out. Grow the show. We're going to get out of here. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll be back Monday talking baseball. Have a great day. We'll see you then. <laughs>